Hello and welcome into the Birds and Braves podcast. I'm Luke Winstall, joined by AJC beat writer for the Atlanta Braves, Mr. Gabriel Burns. Mr. Burns, thank you for joining me on the show. Yeah, sure thing, man. Thanks for having me on. Now, one question that I have with the Atlanta Braves, they're in their second year with Anthopolis as the general manager. What's your evaluation of him to this point? What have you seen as his strengths and weaknesses as a general manager? Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. We're, we're still in a bit of a feeling out process, um, I would say. It's, it's, it's still kind of like a first day almost. Uh, but just because Anthopolis is not really – we know him when he was coming in, we knew him as this aggressive trader. This uh, reputation he built in Toronto was, you know, he's a super aggressive GM. He's willing to trade prospects to get these guys. He's ready. You know, he's, but he's, he's taken an extremely patient approach, which is perfectly fine because he'd be the first to tell you he was gifted an incredible system coming in here. So he's not going to dwindle that down, especially after it was already dwindled down for things beyond his, you know, power. But, He's not going to come in here and just start cashing these guys in and try to, you know, go ahead and build a team that's set for 2019 and 2020, and then after that, there's, you know, it, the, it's pretty barren because that's ultimately what got the Braves into their rebuild in the first place. So it's, I mean, it's tough to say. Like, I would say that, I would say that as far as the number one thing that you really learn is he's an extremely respectful person. Everyone. The vibe in the building, everyone loves him. Everyone trusts his judgment. So when you're seeing this team kind of be patient, waiting things out, like Freddie Freeman mentions that he, you know, contacts Anthopoulos every week. And he and he talks to Alex about just, you know, well, so what's up? You know, he wants to know just as badly as the fans do. But people trust this guy. This is somebody that they believe in. This is someone that they trust is not only thinking about this year, but two years ahead. He's uh, extremely detail-oriented. He's a, he's a great mix of the analytical mind and the human element. Um, I think that he's extremely – he has great judgment. And I do think he learned a lot from his time in L.A. because you do see kind of a little bit of the L.A. mindset here now with the Braves. So – yeah, I, I think uh, it's definitely still kind of wait and see because we're all waiting for him to make his first kind of big deal. Some people thought it was going to be Archer. Uh, you know, he ends up going for Gosman instead, uh, gets Darren O'Day back in the deal too, which will be a big addition for the bullpen if he's healthy is what they're they're hoping for. So we'll, we'll kind of end up seeing, like, it, it, it's really going to be interesting to see when he does decide kind of cash in several of these prospects, bring in a more win-now-like player, and then seeing if he ended up judging those prospects right because he's really had enough – like he'll, he'll tell you he's had enough time now to kind of learn this system, the players he likes, you know, the players that they feel are more expendable. Um, so, yeah, it, it's definitely, I think, toward this July and in next winter, I mean, we're going to learn a lot more kind of – we're going to see this team evolve really in his image because – Again, as, as good as last year's team was and as successful as it was, most of those guys weren't his. So, um, so yeah, we're going to start to see more and more of his fingerprints on this organization and this roster. And my final question for you. With the Atlanta Braves, we've been talking and hearing a lot about prospects, especially throughout the rebuild in the past few years. Is there one prospect that 
really intrigues you or one that you're most interested in that is in the system coming up now? Um, it would be easy. I mean, some of these names would be really easy to say. Like, everyone would bring up Pache. I mentioned Contreras earlier. Uh, I think the Braves might be higher on him than even the industry is. And he's actually he's well thought of. Um, I think they might be even higher on him than a lot of people would be. They seem to really like him. I, I have a hard time seeing him being included in any deals. I really like Kyle Muller. I think that uh, <clears throat> I think even in the bullpen he could he could play up a little bit. I think that's a guy who might end up kind of climbing climbing the ranks a little bit, and we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, guys who have cracked the majors. I mean, I'm a, I I really think that Kyle Wright has has some. You know, I mean, obviously he went fifth in the draft, and he, he could have gone number one. Uh, so that that's a guy who I think might, you know, between him, Soroka, and Tukey, you know, those are three guys that I wouldn't be totally stunned if any of them were in trades, but I would anticipate that the Braves' preference when they're talking deals with teams would be to retain those three. I think those are the three pitchers that they probably have the most, you know, highest internal value set on. Soroka, I doubt, would have that much value right now to other teams, but just you know, just because of his shoulder. But yeah, I mean, they're they're in a really great spot. A lot of people like Drew Waters, um, outfielder they took a couple of years ago. Uh, Janista, the slugger that they took last year, uh, he seems to be getting a little talk. Uh, people seem to think that he's a guy who could potentially rise up a little quicker. You know, so uh, out of uh, Wichita State, so. Yeah, I, there's uh, several guys that, you know, we talk about kind of how they got hit with the international market penalties and everything, but it's going to be interesting to see how they end up filling out these the bottom ranks of some of these guys graduate, but we'll see. I mean, they've got they've got a ton of pitchers right now, and you know they're trying to they're trying to find a way you know to get these guys spots, get these guys roles. So I mean, a trade would certainly help as far as clearing the log jam of uh, all the pitching talent that I have coming up right now. All right, Mr. Burns, thank you for your time, and thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, sure thing, man. appreciate you having me on.